Hello, everyone. Today, we are revisiting an episode from last fall on finals and end of semester stress. Please enjoy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our Mental Health Services Connecting Badgers podcast. My name is Casey Tice, LPC. I use she, her, and hers pronouns. I am an access specialist and care manager at UHS and one of your hosts today. Hi, everyone. My name is Liz Westcott Barton. I use she, her, and her pronouns, and I'm also an access specialist and care manager here at Mental Health Services. It's important to note that this podcast does not replace mental health treatment and should not be considered as such. If you are interested in learning more about seeking mental health treatment at UHS, you can webbook a confidential access appointment through the My UHS portal. There is no problem too small to schedule an access appointment. Access specialists are here to discuss your concerns and assist you in getting connected to mental health resources. If you have any questions about meeting with an access specialist, you can call the Mental Health Services front desk at 608-265-5600, option number two, and we will answer any questions you may have before you schedule. Or if you would prefer to get connected to a provider outside of UHS, we can assist with this also. And as a reminder, you can access 24-7 crisis resources and these include the UHS crisis line 608-265-5600, option nine. And in the event of an emergency, of course, please dial 911. Welcome everyone. Thanks uh, for listening again today. Today, Casey and I will be exploring end of semester stress, final stress, coping, and all things related to those pieces. Thanks for listening today. Yeah, it feels very needed uh, this time in the semester. I mean, just with the semester we've had, with the year we've had, like it's a, it's a lot to carry. There's a lot on most people's plates. So I thought we could uh, just kind of do a little bit of an overview of some stress management techniques and tips. Mm-hmm. And one of the first things that comes to mind for me, especially when we think of like end of the semester is like finals, right? Studying for tests, getting projects done, getting all all of the things kind of tucked away. So hopefully we can take a little bit of a break. And one of the things that always comes to my mind with this is the stress performance curve. So many folks, myself included, while in college will stay up and like really stress out and not take time for self-care so they can kind of get things done and get work done. And then I always like to think about the stress performance curve. So on the stress performance curve, there's like one access for stress and there's one access for performance. And you'll notice that a little bit of stress actually creates the optimal performance. But once you start getting a little too stressed, you end up in this like red zone where you're fried and exhausted and not performing. And you're feeling like maybe irritable or anxious. This is when you're having trouble sleeping or you're like waking up from those nightmares of you know, being in the middle of your finals and you like forgot everything or I don't know, or like, did you ever have the nightmare, Casey, where you're like in your final, but you're like not in the right place? Oh yeah. Oh, of course. Or some (laughs) iteration of that. Uh, Most definitely still do. Yes. (laughs) I know you'll still get those even after graduating folks. Sorry about that. But you'll start noticing like physical changes or changes in your mood or changes in behavior. And so we thought it might be helpful to touch on like some things that we can do to help decrease stress during a very stressful time. 
I had not actually heard of the stress performance curve. I did not know it had a name exactly. It, it makes sense, but this mm-hmm. really resonates with me because I think because of that optimal level of stress, like, mm-hmm. you know, there's a bit where we are like in our zone where we're like, okay, oh, I have to study, got this final and you're kind of feeling good and you're working at it but you do hit a wall after a while. Mm -hmm. And I think that is what I need to get better for myself even at recognizing of like, you have reached this wall. Here's where we are. This is not going to be helpful at this point. It's, you know, three in the morning. You don't need to study for that exam at this point. What are you really going to retain here Mm -hmm. at this point? So uh, some of those reminders are are very good too. And, And picking up on those warning signs, I think are well, well. It even starts being like hurtful, right? If you're not sleeping and you're not going to be able to perform well the next day, right? Like, oh, so true. But I do hear you. I always needed that like little bit of stress, just like a little bit to like get me in gear, <laughs> get moving. Um, but yeah, I think it's important to, to like recognize that like, you know, there's a lot going on. And I think our tendency to like want to stay up late or keep working on stuff is because it feels like, well, how am I going to get it done otherwise? And I think, you know, it's, a, it's okay to recognize that, like, there's only so much we can do. And, like, maybe we don't take an A on this one. Maybe this is the one we take a B or a C in, in this project. And, like, maybe that's going to be okay. It's also okay to feel, like, overwhelmed or sad or annoyed that you didn't have enough time to get everything done. Like, your feelings are super valid. Unexpected things kind of just will pop up during this time. And you'll do your best to manage them. And it's okay to do your best, right? Like, do what you can. If you can't do it, that's your best. That's okay. Like, if you have to phone it in for one thing, sometimes that happens. We all have to do that. Yes. It's okay to leave that one thing off your list or or partially, you know, it's okay to do that. It's okay to you know, be upset with yourself or, you know, feel bad or whatever, but like that, that is needed. Like I am a big believer in trust your gut too. Mm -hmm. Your body is literally saying like, I cannot anymore honor that. (laughs) That is all right too. And know that that doesn't impact your value. Like you can be someone who so cares about work and the work that you do and you do it because of like your love of the work, right? just because you aren't able to do one assignment as well as you'd hoped or put as much time or dedication into it, it doesn't mean anything negative about you, right? Like you do this work because you really care about it. If you can't get one thing turned in or done to the like level of completion you'd hoped, like that's okay. It doesn't change who you are. And I know sometimes I I feel like I hear from folks of like, well, it wasn't always like that. Like this year has just been so hard. I don't know why this year, like, you know, starting college, you know, has been so much harder. Like, why is it harder, you know, than college? And it's like, well, you're most likely, you know, on your own, perhaps even for the first time trying to figure out structure. And there's a lot of classes to cram into your, to your day. And so you know, with a little bit more of that freedom of like, well, you can stay up all night to study is like, yes, but should you, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So, um, well, not to mention, like, we are in year two of a global pandemic that has been like exhausting and created this like push and pull of like, take care of yourself, but you still got to do all the things, <laughs> you know, this push to kind of go back to normal. And I know folks kind of 
fall in different places of that, you know, feeling ready to do that in that spectrum. And that's totally valid too. But that can be a competing value, right? That we have that can also make things feel really exhausting. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. I It actually reminds me a, a lot of, um, I'm reading this book right now called Burnout mm-hmm. uh, by Emily Nagoski. Um, and she writes about uh, redefining success, which I find really interesting. So often we get really, really frustrated when we're running up against something that we know we can't like fully do, or it's taking a lot more effort, you know, if we're studying for this exam or getting something done and we get really, really frustrated. And so, you know, we give up or just say, forget it. Um, But one of the things that can be helpful is like, all right, are there things, like what is in your control? Like what Mm -hmm. maybe can we control in that factor? What is out of our control? And then with that, all right, maybe redefining what that success or failure looks like you know not getting a doesn't have to be a perfect grade on something you know that strive for perfectionism and getting everything just so is just going to lead to disappointments for us because we can never really lead up to that so taking a look at like all right if I take a step back take one of these things off my list and just kind of you know look at doing a few of these things like putting in the effort tonight that is a success in my eyes can often change the way we look at things too well, and I think that's so important to that piece of like perfectionism, because like literally not one human being is perfect. Mm-hmm. Like no one's been able to do it. No one's like, we've all failed a class or an assignment or a project or like not gotten a job or flunked an interview or like had a terrible crushing heartbreak or, you know, X, Y, Z thing. Like not one of us is coming out of this unscathed. And so I think I like that idea of like, kind of reflecting and taking it as like, I will learn something from this that I can learn about myself, what I liked, what I didn't like, what was helpful, what wasn't helpful. And then just like keep moving. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Reframing it. Like I said, if there's things in your control, if not, is there a way you can kind of change it? Or is there a way to just in a way cut your losses and just say, Mm -hmm. it's okay to take a break, take a step back or to call it quits. Yeah. No, I think that's really good. As far as taking a good break, we always encourage to like, we know that self-care can often be, and I think we have a couple of podcasts, podcasts at least where we mention like self-care is beyond taking a bubble bath. It's beyond this like commodified, commercialized uh, thing, but it can be really important too to like set time limits and how much you're working screen fatigue is real, like sitting can feel uncomfy after a while, or we can start getting the like neck aches from hunching over our laptops. Um, You know, it it can be good to take a break, rest our eyes, move our bodies a little bit, stretch, talk to someone. It can feel really isolating. Like my go-to was like locking myself in a cube at the library (laughs) of my school, but it got kind of lonely in my little cube. I, it was helpful to me because I love chatting and would do anything to like socialize instead of doing the thing I needed to do. But maybe you've been isolating a long time in your little library cube and it can be helpful to make some time to connect. You know, it can be making a healthy snack, drinking some water, saying no to something. That's one of my favorite self-care things. Like, oh, you were supposed to like 
prepare this loaf of bread after, I don't know why this is, again, I'm like taking examples from my life. Like you, you promised to do this thing and now you can't just say no, just say sorry next time. Right. That's a powerful one too. Like no excuse. No, you know, that is always the tendency. Like just, you know what? No, can't right now. Mm -hmm. Do something you enjoy. Like give yourself 20 minutes of your favorite podcast, book, video game, take a bubble bath. You can do those things too. It can be helpful too to like sandwich things. So like do a small self-care behavior, like watch TikToks, but only let yourself do it for two minutes. But like also good luck with that. <laughs> um, it, it's so addicting. It can be hard, right? Um, but do a small self-care behavior, work for 20 minutes then do a larger self-care behavior. You know, try to sandwich it into something that feels more reasonable. And those self-care behaviors can kind of motivate you to get through that like working period. Yeah, that sandwich idea. <laughs> no, it makes me want a sandwich. Uh, but that is, that's wonderful. Back to bread, right? <laughs> I know, yeah, yeah. Where are we, why are we related? We were talking about healthy snacks. You want a healthy sandwich, it's all good. Uh, but I, I love that idea so much too, because it can be so all or nothing feeling, but I have to study. Yes, I could talk to my friends, but I have to study. Yes, I could go on TikTok, but then I'll be there for four hours and then come up for air and not know where I am anymore. Like it's this all or nothing study or just completely don't do anything. Like there is definitely balance to be found. It can be hard sometimes, but like Liz said, it can also be motivating. And then to the point where you get a little taste of it and then go back. And sometimes that makes it easier just to, you know, set that limit. Um, so yeah, try it out. During this time when you're studying and you're working, pay attention to what your self-talk is doing and uh, be sure to implement self-compassion. I think it was it last time or two podcasts ago, we talked a little bit about doing a self-compassion activity. Maybe revisit that. Allow for reasonable flexibility. You're doing your best. You can't be perfect. Like you'll get the stuff done as done as it's going to be. And that's enough. Pay attention to any messages related to feelings of shame and guilt. And you know, Gently inquire with yourself if that's being helpful to you in that moment. Again, you don't want to shame yourself for feeling feelings of shame or having thoughts of shame. It's a normal part of the process also. Like we all do it. But also try to notice what are you doing well? What are you, you know, succeeding in? Maybe you're being really successful at taking self-care and it's harder to get work done. But that's still really important right now. Like you need to take care of yourself. So. Think about things like that. Yeah, checking in with yourself uh, mentally, physically too, I feel like. Um, I know, like I said, you know, before you come up for air, <laughs> if you've been studying or involved in something and you're so like, oh, I have to like do all this intense, like I just feel it so physically where I'm like clenched, like a little old crone here over my computer. <laughs> I don't even notice like this twitch in my neck and to like get up and, you know, take that moment to go, oh, ah, away from my computer. Um, sometimes that's enough of a, a break to like physically get up and even shake it off physically, literally do that. Um, can, can do wonders. <laughs> I just bought Icy Hot because I totally do that at work. <laughs> I am so bad about locking up my neck and just 
working, right? We all have things we got to work on. But I love that reminder to kind of like get up, shake it off, right? Like that's something we can always implement. And so if we could give you some key takeaways, notice when you're slipping into the red zone, when you're feeling really stressed. Notice kind of what you're thinking, how you're feeling. Engage in those self-care behaviors and in self-compassion. Remind yourself you cannot be perfect. None of us are. And try to be kind to yourself. Reach out for help as needed. There's also a resource like Let's Talk. Let's Talk is a consultation. You can sign up for a Zoom session one-on-one -on -one to check in with a mental health provider and just talk a little bit about what's going on, get some tips and resources, some coping skills. That's going through finals week, I believe. Yep. And there are other resources too. Again, if you feel like you're in need of more support, we have a 24-7 crisis line at 608-265-5600, option number nine. You can check in with other family, friends, people you trust if you need some more support. You can always schedule an access appointment by web booking. You can find the links to those. We'll put them in our episode descriptions. Maybe take some time to do that. Engage in some self-care by working on your mental health. It's a great resource. It has a lot of good information on it. You'll get to know some of our providers. So it's a good opportunity. So come sign up. Say hello. We'd love to see you there. With that being said, um, you will see us again in spring semester where we will have a whole new host of topics and guests and ideas. And of course, always feel free to submit your ideas using hashtag connecting badgers on social media, whatever social media you can hashtag. I know what those are. And we'll go from there. We hope you have a really enjoyable winter break. Wishing you all the best during finals. Take care. Thanks, everyone.